This podcast is brought to you by LTASex.com. Live, laugh, love, LTA Sex. Welcome to Behind Closed Doors, the podcast where two polyamorous 20-something gay dudes from Bumfuck, Michigan show you what it really takes to have a perfect relationship. I'm your host, Jerome Stewart Nichols, creator of LTSX.com. Most often, I'll be talking to my partner and human pup submissive, Bubby, but you'll also hear me chatting with various guests from time to time. Glossy Instagram selfies look great, but they don't tell the whole story. There's a hell of a lot that goes on behind closed doors to make strong, healthy, and sexually satisfying relationships. From the basics of communication and fighting fair, to full-time DS relationships and navigating the politics of polyamory, Behind Closed Doors offers you an honest, raw, and unedited look at what it's like to build and maintain the relationship that's right for you. To keep up with the show, you can always follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, and the rest at NotJeromeStewart and or at LTASexBlog. You can visit LTASex.com slash Behind Closed Doors for links to subscribe on Stitcher, YouTube, and of course, iTunes. Oh, and always, if you have questions you want answered or feedback about the show, send it to me, Jerome at LTASex.info. But enough of this shilling bullshit. Let's get into the sex and relationship. Okay, so, as I was saying, um, tell me about why, tell me about this thing where, like, you have to, everything, or not everything, where sometimes when you start something, you have to finish it, or it causes you a lot of anxiety. I don't fucking understand it, and it drives me fucking crazy that you do it, because it seems so nonsensical. Well... I my mental health issues play a major part in that whole process. Um, It's something I discussed with Randy a little bit um, because I was talking I was talking about how, um, you know, what had been going on and like, you know, my ADHD has been really bad this week and while it hasn't been a horrible week, like I've had to take my trazodone and which is my sedative that I have to take when I am feeling super more anxious and or panic attacks, which is what has happened twice this week. Um, and I, you know, I found in the, in the past couple of weeks that I've, I'm having to take my trazodone more often, which is all right. I don't have a problem with it, but I do have a problem with the sleepiness that it causes. Um, it does kind of cause like a drug hangover effect where you're kind of groggy the next day, your mind's not turning on. Which, you know, I already take Adderall because I can't focus. But I also have a part of my schema is perfectionist. 
because of my upbringing. Um, I was punished a lot for grades. I didn't. I I didn't do very well in school. We've discussed that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it creates a interesting situation where I know something's wrong. Mm-hmm. I can feel it. I'm able to feel it now. My. And I try and not let it... I try and manage it while we know I can't hide emotions. And there's no reason why you should be. And there's no reason why I should, but... You tend it, to. Huh? You tend to. Tend to. Hide emotions. But I'm not good at it. Right, but you still tend to do it. And um, it this behavioral pattern causes me to um, focus on the task at hand. So, packing your bag, for example. That's something I do every day. It's something I take a lot of joy in doing. Because of XYZ reason, I'm feeling more anxious, whatever it may be, for that moment. And so... My credit score went up. Really? By 25 points. Wonderful. That's cool. Since it's still in the low, below average, but I've been trying to pay attention. <laughs> yeah. Since when did it go May. up? Since May. Oh, that's that's not a very long time. Mm-hmm. That's for twenty five points. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's good. I don't know what all this shit is. Yeah. That's a convenient little app, like website. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, okay, so I'm having more anxiety in certain moments than others and so I can feel it and you tell me about it and when these when I'm in this feeling um my focus it's, it's hard to stop like, be still and sit down. Which is why I tell you to do To that. sit down, because it is helpful. That you is know, exactly sitting is very helpful, but because of 
the extra energy and the ADHD, it makes it very hard, which is why I fidget. So that is one thing. I also get disappointed because it's like, oh great, this is happening. Okay, what are we going to do about it? Fuck. (laughs) And so my brain defaults into a perfectionist mindset mode in the midst of all this of okay what were you doing before what is your task what were you doing okay you were packing a bag you know what's in it you know what to get let's focus on that let's focus on you know the ta- this task because tasks help you and because I don't want to sit still I go for that task because I know that it's going to, in my mind in that moment, it is going to whether it's logical or not it's going to give me something to do keep my mind focused and here instead of going away And it helps get you out the door. I know, I'm taking pause there, I know that the behavior is stressful and and it it does take away from that. I I know that. We've talked about this. You know, um, how when I'm stressed out you can feel it. You know, and we, and I talked to Randy about that, you know, and, um, working on ways that would be more beneficial because I know when I have this extra energy is what it feels like. I know I can get things done because my focus is there because of the perfectionism, even though my body is all over the place. Okay, so like... There's sometimes this thing where people think that they're better under stress than they are. And like... I feel like you are overestimating your ability to get shit done because you can be insanely nonsensical and like I'm gonna change what I said you can be you are nonsensical Often. But that implies it's a part of my character. Why does... What the fuck is up with white people that every single fucking thing I say about you is some judgment about your fucking character? I don't understand how I just can't say that you do 
something. I say nothing about your character. Absolutely nothing. I talk about your behaviors. I talk about your actions. I talk about what I see and what I feel. Okay, so that's triggering to say, so I won't say it. No, it's not triggering. It's fucking exhausting to have to keep explaining to you that I'm not shitting on you. Yes, but the words you are using no. makes it seem like that. You come from a place where no one critiques except when they're being an asshole. I come from a world where if you see someone not meeting their own standards, you tell them about it. And you tell them about it, and you tell them about it, and you tell them about it. Until you know that you telling them about it is not going to work anymore. And then you shut the fuck up and you let them live. But it works when I tell you, so I tell you. Okay. If you listen to the words that I actually say when you're having one of those issues... Like one of your panic attacks, your anxiety moments. I say, what's going on? There's something wrong. And that freaks me out hold even on. more. Hold on. I say, hold on. Slow down, sweetie. I need you to pause and take a seat. I say it nicely. I say it meanly. And no matter what, your reaction is the same. Because sometimes I am very gentle. And I'll hold your hand and I'll come pull you to a to a pillow. But you don't And that use doesn't your, scare me. Right. I appreciate that. But you don't you still don't usually react positively until you freak me out badly. It usually takes me showing some extreme emotion for you to, for it to like knock through your head that you are scaring me. Because it's not just about me keeping you calm. It's like you keeping me calm. Like I can't, I can't treat you nicely if you've already invaded my psyche with panic. Because I'm then scared too. So I say it seriously because it is a serious problem. I don't think it's just white people. I really do think that it's a white people problem specifically because I have this problem most of all with white people. Most this, of all. And this very specific problem wherein I talk about a critique of something um, like, it, it, and the response is, it feels like you're attacking my character. That is not something that I often hear black people say. Then there's obviously a reason why we're saying it. Yes. But since you can't communicate that to me, There's a word for what you do. For what I do with what? There's a... Rephrase. There's a word for what... That... Doing the process of... 
you are this. But when do I say you are this? Because I feel like I specifically say, you're doing X. And I feel like it has been a recurring thing. And it's, it, it is something that like often gets put off on people who are making the loud ones, the strong ones who make critiques, the ones who are pushy. It is often put upon us to have to prove to you that we're not being dicks. Why is there this separation? Because what just like the, there's a separation, the separation between black people and white people. It is often put upon black people by white people to have to prove that we're not being dicks to you when you say shit that's squirrely and we come at you. It's the exact same thing. But that's not what we're talking about. We're not about. talking about race. No. We're talking about critique. And it's usually critique of behavior. And you know how when black people say, blah, 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 white people suck, the action is, not all white people, because they feel personally attacked. That is the truth. But so when why you, is... So when you say to me that when I say you're doing something... And your reaction to that is that I said that you are something. Like I insulted you. Like I brought you down. Like I knocked you down a peg. It's or something not always like that. about insulting, though. It, but that's that's it's all in the same thing. It's like I'm putting you on a lower place than me. I'm carving down a bit of your foundation of who you think you are. I am stepping up above you and acting like I'm omnipotent, and I'm not. I do the exact same shit to myself. It's just that I have a very good internal sensor where you don't. And I know this. So why, and like, it's, if you listen back to the show, we've had this conversation where I'm having to get you to understand, to understand the problem. We're like, we're not dealing with the actual problem, which is your behavior. We're dealing with how you feel. We're having an open discussion. Hold on. We're dealing with how you feel about being critiqued in general. Which is a discussion we've had multiple times. It, it usually precludes us actually working on the specific problem that I have. But you like to put your own confusion about what gives me the right to say this to you first. Then let's discuss the issue. What 
what can I do realistically to make in these situations stop thing I say to you over and over and over again. Stop. That doesn't give me an answer. It does. Because what did I say? Stop. That's all I do. Stop. Stop moving. Stop fidgeting. Sit down. It's not that easy. Though. I know it's not that easy. You don't. As a person who has had panic attacks, some of which caused me to run around the house and panic, I know it's not that easy. I get that it happens frequently. just because it happens more to you doesn't mean that you understand it better. I'm not saying I understand it better. Oh, that's what I what I'm getting from what you say is like but you don't where you where the thing where you're like my My schema is going to be different than yours. Yes, but a panic attack wherein you are flush with energy and feel like you have to keep moving and you're single-minded on something is an experience that lots of people have had. That is true, but people's way of dealing with these things are different from person to person. I don't understand why you're categorizing it like, oh, you don't understand, and then you separate it. I don't separate and it. You're, you earlier you were separating how we us we versus you, and then when I do say it, it's not. You are telling me that I don't understand the experience of something that is almost universal. I'm saying you don't understand what it's like. In my mind, and I think how I react to it. No, I'm telling you, I understand that you understand panic attacks. I know that you've had panic attacks. I've fucking seen you having panic attacks. But what I'm saying is me explaining what I do and breaking it down like this. With the ADHD, with the perfectionist thing, why I'm doing what I'm doing, you said yourself you don't understand why I'm doing it. And that's why I'm explaining it to you. 
What I said I understood was the panic attack. Nothing more. Because that's what we were talking about, was the panic attack. This is another recurring theme, and you trying to help me understand you, is that we share similar experiences because we have lots of, of the same, like, problems that we deal with mentally, psychologically. We have a lot of the same experiences. Many of mine of like ones that are very specific to, to like you that I'm not currently experiencing I experienced as a child like I I, you know how when you get really upset and you go off the handle and you weave this whole tail and everything's over you and you, you just can't handle anymore you're fed up and, uh, this whole mess once when I was like young maybe like 12 like, I was gonna get in trouble for something, and I had, like, worked myself up just, like, so fucking hard, to the point where I was, like, I'm going to, I'm going to the hill, I'm gonna stab myself with this butcher knife, and I'm just gonna die, I'm just gonna die! I just caught myself sooner than you usually do. This is true. And I know a lot of my issues come from being abused, mm -hmm. as you and we've we have talked about that that you've experienced a lot of the same abuses mm -hmm. and types of abuse that we we have More specifically that neglect. Yes, that's. I take it, I, So sitting down, what is something, what, do you have any ideas? Okay, I'm freaking out. Okay, I sit down. Let's just say, hypothetically, I, I, I'm able to sit down. What is something that I can do to 
distract my body, not my mind, but my body. That is why I fidget and do this and, you know, do... My body is nervous. Okay. Because I find that you usually tell me to stop and me fidgeting is a nervous thing. Mm -hmm. But if I'm able, I'm finding that if I'm able to calm either my mind or my body, and generally my body is easier to calm than my mind, I can, if I distract it, it allows my focus to be more on the other part, like my mind. That is why I fidget. I fidget... I fidget because I'm nervous, but I'm fidgeting for a reason. Because I know it ultimately can help if I allow it to, instead of just fidgeting to fidget. Mm -hmm. Because in the past I have just fidgeted to fidget, but I've been able to learn that, oh, this is what my body is, my body is trying to tell me that it's scared. And that it's bored. That it's X, Y, Z. Whatever's going on. And so if I'm able to distract that... It allows my focus to go on my brain. And it helps me to be able to move while being sitting still. Because I can do this and sit still. If I'm moving in some in some little way, it helps me. And it gets frustrated. I get frustrated when it's like, no, you have to be still. I, I'm not a still person all the time. I can be when I'm sad or upset, like set, depressed, but even then, I have a lot of energy, <laughs> and I wanted to share that with you because it's an insight, and it's a little different, and because I know that that's something that comes up, and then I get more, I'm prone to being more upset because it's like just shut the fuck up and let me do this because I know it'll work but then I don't do it and then it it starts to build and I and I, in the moment I'm not good at expressing what I just expressed because I'm my mind's not there in I have to think about it to explain it and it's like I just know what to do not what to do, but I know to do something. Fidget or do something because or else I hurt myself or else I break things or else because the energy, my, <coughs> my, yes. So you said Legos. Coloring. 
Plato. Plato. Something very tactile, hands-on things. Yes. Finger painting. I think Plato would be. I'm thinking of something quick, which would probably be Plato. Those are all very good, though. What? And I apologize if I have been argumentative in this within this conversation. I apologize. Um, what else do you? What else do you have to say after what I said about? Do you have any? thing to add to what I told you because we're talking about understanding each other I would like you to stop I I feel like you your ego gets in the way of like simple understanding way too fucking often it's like It's like I tell you I experience things, but you don't believe me. It's like I show you I experience things, and you discount it. It's like... No matter what I do or what I say, there's no long-term thing where you're just sort of like, this person understands me. I never had that. That's fine. I, I do not understand. That's fine. I grew up not being understood either. No one understands me. I feel that way. But I also trust that it is a possibility that you will be able to. I feel that you don't understand me. And you don't see me as being as human as you still need to. Well, yes, it's an ever-learning process. Right. But it's also having the double side effect of, like, fucking up me being able to just fucking talk to you without having to, like, humanize and humble myself. It is so fucking annoying. I'm sorry. I I did not get out much and I know that's part of the problem that, that this problem that you're having with me what do you mean I was in isolation a lot um not really around people I had a lot of internal guilt because of religion and stuff and being gay and now body this um 
not dysmorphia, um, not feeling comfortable in my body and not having anyone to talk to because you were told that you were wrong. And so I didn't really have to hear about, because the people I was around weren't emotionally aware. So they weren't going to talk about, oh, I went through this and this is a relatable human thing. But that's, I, I, I think part of what you're not understanding is that the ego is part of why they did that too. They thought they were so special and so unique and so individual that no one around them could understand them, so they never tried. They also felt like everyone around them was going to attack them because they would, so they never tried. But I did try. Right. But you cannot try with people who have never had it their entire life and all they've known is evil. But in... Growing up in that moment, I didn't know any of that. I had a feeling, but... But you have got to stop using your past as an impediment to the future. You keep telling me how you never had things. You need to stop acting like you are deficient. You have everything you need. Everything. I'm sharing my experience. I with understand. You. I understand. And I am not I'm not like <sighs> you spend so much time in the fantasy of the past where you have nothing. You don't utilize a good enough portion of what you have now. I am learning and examining. I'm seeing where things went wrong so I can fix them. Right. For now, that is what I am doing. That's why I'm sharing this. That's why I go over my past so much because I know that I'm right, that I was right. And I'm seeing where it got fucked up so I can prevent that. And I can heal from it and heal properly. Because I tried healing from it in a way that wasn't efficient. And it ended up putting more scars 
and I'm not trying to say, oh, I'm so special and blah, 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 but that was my experience. I know I will learn to do all these things and balance it out and make it better and that's what I'm doing. And I know that it's not always easy on either of us. But I'm starting with all this because I need to start with myself if I'm going to be able to see anyone else as a human fully, more fully. So why is it that, and this is a question I've asked you a million times, or not a million times, but a lot, if you know that you have this problem wherein, maybe let's not call it ego, maybe let's try a different word, exceptionalism, you think you're an exception to lots of rules. Okay. I'm with you. So, like, let's work on that. I can agree to that. Because to me, I'm forming the ego is not a bad thing, and I'm trying to make it a good thing. So whenever it's like ego, 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 it's like, no, I'm trying to shape and reform an ego. This is a facet of your ego. Exceptionalism sure. is a facet of your ego. Is that go along with perfectionist perfectionism? I would challenge you on the use of the word perfectionism because I think it's just completionism. Because you don't actually do a good job when you're freaking out. In fact, the more but you freak I, out, the worse job you do. But so it's I, not perfect. It's not perfect, but my drive for it is so there. Right. It's so So I think just like we had a different word for ego. Okay. You need to pick a different word for perfectionism. Because I don't think it quite gets to what you actually do. And that's something... Because I had to stop saying that I was a perfectionist. Because I'm not. What I am is I hate flaws. I'm flaw-phobic. Okay. And I appreciate that this seems more I have a word, but I don't have a word. Okay. So like this seems more useful than just going over, oh it's your ego. No wait, no it's not. What the fuck are you talking about? Rah, rah, rah. Let's make a different word for it and talk about it that way and get out of that get out of that mindset and try and put it in a different way that can make for a more beneficial conversation because you're right, we have had this conversation several times and I'm sick of having it and I would like to look at it from a new perspective. And so thank you. So we are going with 
completionism. Sure. That's just what I suggested. And what was it? Exceptionalism. Which is the rules don't apply. No. You think you're an exception to many rules. It's not that the rules don't apply. Is that you yourself are different and exceptional. Do you see why I think that, though? Because you're inexperienced. Sure. You see that this ties in with body... This... You see how these are tying in together? They are connected in the sense that... I'm different. You always knew you were different. And not having... And you're right, it is being not informed because mm-hmm. I wasn't told I was trans I was just you're going to be a boy which was not how I felt inside when I talked about it it was shut out and so I had to develop my own ideas on it and which led and this lack of experience led to depression and borderline personality disorder and anxiety Along with many other factors, of course, but... Like your exceptionalism. You were so convinced that you were right about all these things that you felt you were different about, that you then sort of created a hard line. I am clearly not like any of these people. I am so fucking different. And there's no one, because your world is small, there's no one who who can compare to me. I didn't have anyone. And when I would ask, it wouldn't... It would get shut out, and I would get made fun of. Yes. And that's not a good feeling, and it hurts. It does hurt, you're right. But what I'm talking about is the fact that you should now know. You've been in the hospital with a bunch of people exactly like you. You have made friends with a bunch of people exactly like you. And no matter how many people you meet, it's like you still think you're special. And I am trying... Exceptional. And I'm trying to work on that. Except I don't think it's a focus enough. Because I feel like it should be done by now. And I'm not seeing progress. I don't like that. I don't sure like you it don't. when I can feel you... the way it hits you. You don't like when I put timelines on things. 
you don't like when I tell you that you're falling behind. Because who says? I know I need that. I know where you're coming from. But it's like, shut the fuck up is my first thought. Exactly. And that's part of your problem. That's a part of that exceptionalism thing. And this attitude that you're having is a part of the word that I can't think of. Because you have the information and the knowledge, you develop your own schema that you can read these things, which you can, and I know that. So why is your first reaction, fuck you? Because I'm going to grow in my own time no matter what the fuck you say. No, you're not. That's a fucking lie. Because I say lots of things that move you faster. I do lots of things that move you faster. I do things that move you at all. Because you don't grow and change and search on your own. Yes, I do. Not really. Yes, if I you... do. <sighs> do you do it as fast? Or is it augmented by what I say and what I do? Is your comprehension as good? Is the breadth of things that you are experiencing the same? I really don't think that it is. And I think that it has a lot to do with the things that I say and the things that I do. It and the way that I help you learn. And I think it's insulting for you to tell me that you're going to grow at your own fucking pace no matter what I fucking say. When you know that the reason... Part you of the know reason what I'm saying. You know that ultimately decision to grow is mine. That's yes, what I'm trying to say. but you need to, to change say. the way you think so those are not the words you choose to describe it. Because what you are saying to me is, fuck you, fuck off, I'm going to do what I want. Because I don't want to learn this thing. I'll learn this particular thing when I fucking get around to it. And I think you're kind of an asshole for pushing me. At the end of the day, the, the decision 
Tavarella's mind. Yes. No matter what the influence is, I can either take it or leave it. You're not 100% capable of how much you grow. You're correct. Because lots of things come into you just like through osmosis. The filtering of the world of sensations you grow. And I really do think that that idea is a part of your exceptionalism. It's like that bootstraps mentality where people think that if you just work hard enough on your own, you can make it work. You're not thinking about this collectively wherein you knew shit before you met me. And I have accelerated your knowledge of the world and expanded what you've seen and what you understand of the world and like the possibilities for what you can learn and possibilities for who you can be so much just by me being in your life that you're it feels like you you feel it feels to me by what you say that it's you feel like you did that on your own no that's what, not but, what I'm saying but that sense here where you say I'm going to grow at my own pace that sense there says to me that you are picking and choosing what you will and won't do which means that you are actively filtering out information that I'm trying to impart but not telling me that you're doing it because you want all, want all the information you just want to have the control to be able to do it at your own pace I'm trying to have self-confidence in the abilities that you've taught me and shown me and I'm trying to do things on my own. Within I would like you. I'm trying to show you that I can do this. I, but what you're showing me is that you don't need me. I do need you. Which is why it frustrates me so much when you say things and you do things that suggest that you don't. But I do need you. I'm just trying to show you that I'm, I'm capable and I can do the things. That you, you can just me. do it. Well, if you do you it be proud yes of me but I'm not proud of you when you push me away let me let go I'm trying to ride the bike too fast yes let me let go when I'm, I feel that you're stable I'm sorry I'm excited because I'm on the bike yeah, you're on the bike, but you fall over every time I let you go. 
I keep just trying to tell you to slow down. Get your balance. Get your rhythm. I don't think that I don't need you. Well, then you need to be working on developing I've... an understanding of what that means. Because you are coming from a place where you don't need them. Need what? You don't need them. Like, they're there. What is, what is them? Your family. Like, what do they offer you? Nothing. Really. Oh, no. No, I, I don't... Oh, I know that. Right? That's not So, the... you're coming from that world. And you have not put work in to figuring out how to live in this world where we do need each other. In a positive way. And that way. is what I want you to do. And that is what you told me you were going to do on your own. And that's what I have been doing with finding out about myself. But you cannot learn how to live together on your own. You cannot learn the value of other people on your own. But I can't learn the value of other people if I don't understand myself. Right? You can't do it fully. I'm, I'm, but it should be in tandem. Oh, okay. Balance. spend so much time worrying about yourself your own self-satisfaction you need to worry about the collective you can't have an anxiety attack on the morning where we need to go and deal with business or if you do have an anxiety attack you need to hold it the fuck together and just simply be still and I think I did a good job in the meeting you did an okay job in the meeting yes I think I did a you did a good job in the meeting I didn't mean to lesser it by saying okay because I was nervous but I ended up having a really good time in the meeting with you But you can't stress me out. If you are going to be out of commission, if you're going to be still, if you're going to be doing the bare minimum, that you need to let me have my energy and my strength and my focus so that I can do the best I can. How do I do that when I want to finish packing your bag 
How think can I do about that? the group, the collective. What is best, not for you always, but for all of us, for both of us, for me. Like, I tell you this, every time you're doing this, you're having, like, a panic attack, and you're trying to do something, but you're fucking it up. And I say to you, it doesn't help me. So that means you're literally giving me zero help and 100% helping yourself. Your decision to continue moving, to continue packing my bag, to continue throwing my things around, to continue haphazardly slinging things, dropping things, running back and forth. Your decision to do that so that you can finish the goal makes your service null. Because while yes, you may put most things in my bag, you don't put them all. And when I could have put them all, if you would have just set your ass down somewhere and handled you. I would do it right if you would tap out and let me know you Is can't there handle there shame in tapping out? No. There is shame in making the same fucking mistake wherein you force me to force you to sit down by having to become super anxious first. That's the same. Yes. And I'm tired of telling you that. I am feeling the same. And I'm really tired of telling you that like I don't want I don't want you to touch me negatively. I don't want you to do service for me if you're having a panic attack. I don't want shit from you. Unless you are together. Nothing. If that were true, then I would never give you service. That's not true because you are together most of the time. I don't feel together most of the time. Because you're constantly focused on how much you're fucking up instead of focusing on how well the collective is functioning. I do think about me and then you. you need to get some self-worth from it and you need to get some confidence from that as well not just what you individually on your own do because the fact of the matter is you wouldn't accomplish half of it if we weren't a collective but 
So for you to get so much self-worth out of what you do on your own is a falsehood. Because everything you get, the speed, the breath, the quality of it, is all based upon us functioning as a group. Isn't that how relationships just are? Yes. And your solo thinking that you don't need me, the and sense you that you don't need me, you. you know it intellectually, but you don't feel it in your heart. I do feel it in my heart. You don't. I do. It is not an innate sense. It's because the only thing you get self-worth from is what you feel like you do on your own. I find a great deal of self-worth in what we accomplish together as well as what I accomplish solo and what you are able to accomplish thanks to my help. And you should be able to do the exact same thing. You should be able to get pride and self-worth from what we are able to accomplish together, what you are able to accomplish on your own, and what I am able to accomplish because you were able to help me. Yes. How many? No, that's us. No. You putting the butters up helps you. Helps us. Us. The butters is us. This house is us. Truffles is us. 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 Not one unit. What? I'm one unit and two units. Like this. You are an internet of things. You are a device all on your own connected to other devices that can accomplish more together than you can alone, but some things you can only do alone. You are not putting energy and focus into coming to put weight into this collective, this group, this family, Boy. you are putting most of your life and most of your energy into bettering yourself. Everything has consequences, not just for you, but for me and for us. That is why I clean and do laundry so that I can do other things. But if you don't mm -hmm. do those things, and then I have to do them, I can't do other things. And that's why I did the laundry today, because I got the quarter. Right. Cause before I couldn't get them, the bank was closed. 
Right. Mm-hmm. So, so I knew that you, we both needed clean clothes today. So I did the some of the laundry, the main laundry that we use every day. Specifically, I picked out. So we had clean clothes, so you didn't have to worry about wearing the same clothes because you like to look nice, and so do I. And I did the laundry because of that today. I wanted you to know that that was my thought process with the laundry. That's what you need. That's why I can clean the dishes. Because you have Let's take laundry for an example. Okay. That is something that affects you, me, and us. Yes. So all of it. Your ability to get it done affects you because it helps you feel like you can get shit done. It's a job. It helps me because I feel like you can get shit done. It's my job. And it helps us because we have the ability to have clothing. Clean clothing. And it's like... You have to realize... That like... You doing the laundry... Is something that I take pride in. In me doing? Yes. Because you don't have to worry about it. Not because I don't have to worry about it. I take pride in it if you do it well. And I do. I know I do. That I is why took, I hate when you half-ass things. I even took this shirt out after I cleaned it because I realized it still had a spot on it. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to clean it and I'm going to bleach your these. White shirts, yeah. I haven't done... I didn't do that stuff yet, but I did, like, main clothes because I knew what needed to get done immediately and would be most efficient for the time that I allotted myself to do this. And so, like... I tried to be the most efficient. And the most helpful. I... Feel lesser when you fuck up. I feel like I don't have my shit together when you fuck up. In every sense. Just as you personally feel... Lesser when you fuck up. I feel it too. You don't feel lesser when I fuck up. But you have no weight in what I do. You congratulate me constantly. But you don't congratulate yourself for giving me the space to be able to do that. And then but you bit. don't normally. Oh, and that's why. And I'm it's not vocal, and it's not out loud, and it's not shared. That's why I'm telling you. That. Stop saying that. You say that a lot when we're having these conversations. We would not be having these conversations if you were doing it already. So I don't really care that you're doing it right now. 
I don't really care because it is it has no effect on what I'm saying, which is that in practice you don't do it. Yeah, but it's done. Stop a getting by angry. Basis. Stop getting angry. It's about moments. Stop getting angry. No. Yes. Express yourself with some other emotion. It Every makes... time you get frustrated, it does not have to be. You are. It makes me really sad when you say those things. Well, say that instead of getting so fucking pointed. I just did. Right. After I said something. Again. I don't like it when you say that. I don't. It. Why can't you just sit with it? I know you don't like it. You let me know you don't like it. You don't have to fucking like everything. Doing what's best for you doesn't always feel good. But it makes an impact on you. And impactful words are important. You have this tendency of like taking offense and being mad first at things that impact you. Doesn't matter how they impact you, but you have a tendency to just get mad about it first. And that is what I'm talking about. Where, and I express to you that I don't like the way you speak to me sometimes when I'm telling you that you do something frequently, but we've been having a conversation in which for the first time or for like a rare occasion, you do it and then you say, and that's why I do, and that's why I'm doing that. Okay, I... I am talking about this moment. I am not talking about patterns. I am talking about this moment, this conversation right now. There's a difference. I hear you. I am here with you. You don't need to recount to me what I'm seeing. If I'm seeing it, I'm seeing it. And if I'm not seeing it, then that's something you need to know. But if you just say that you're doing it, it nullifies what I am saying. And or, I have no fucking clue why you're saying it. Like I tell you, you often make statements that have no obvious purpose and you don't make the statement with like enough context or like action or description to make it mean something other than just stating a fact.
Like, you don't have to yes and everything. You can just say yes. Like, you don't always have to have something interesting to say. You don't always have to have something to say. A lot of times when I'm having these conversations with you, I expect you to have questions, not statements. You don't know much. Like, I want you to tell me new things. Things I don't know. Or you can come to me at some other time, at a more relevant time, and tell me that you've come to understand something that I already know. Those are two different things than saying... That's why I'm doing XYZ. You could perhaps say, that's why I'm doing XYZ right now. That's why I've started practicing XYZ right now and will continue to do so in XYZ way. But the first part is nothing I give a shit about. Alone, it's nothing I give a shit about. It's like one of those kiss-ass things that people do. Where they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a people-pleaser thing. They're not going out on a limb and adding anything new to the, like, dialogue. They're just going along with what the other person is saying. And perhaps that's what I don't like. Or that's a factor of it that I don't like. But put in a different way that I haven't said before. And that thing about you making statements is something, of course, we've talked about. It's like, we are having a conversation, yes. But like, you need to remember what a conversation is and what the purpose of it is. To share information. 
I'm not as stupid as I think I am. No, as you're other not. People think I am. No, you're not. I'm actually smart. You are. Yes. And you're a shit communicator, though. Which is what you need to say. Not just the statement that you just said. Because that would let me know that you understand this new thing that we're talking about. Stop hurting yourself. I'm not. You're tying something around your foot. You just pulled it very tightly after you got angry. I don't care whether or not it actually hurts. You're hurting yourself. Fidgeting is one thing. But just as I don't want you pulling your hair, I don't want hurt, want you hurting yourself in any way. You need to avoid pain. What did I say? What do you mean? What did I say that was incorrect? That I should have said that... Did I say you said you anything said, incorrect? Yes. No, I didn't. I should have said, listen. Correction. Asterisk. What you also should have said. What you should have included to make a full statement. You know that thing where sometimes where people will ask a question and it's like only half the question? No, I I, under, I understand that. I understand that. But what what was it that I said that was half a statement? You said, I am XYZ. I do XYZ. I know. Like, what, do you want me to confirm that for you? Like, are you, are you saying that out loud because you're confused? Like, why are you saying to me shit I already know? There's... Like, maybe I should change that last statement. Now, why are you telling me shit I already know? Why are you just telling me shit I already know? It's fine for you to refresh my memory. But give me some new fucking information. Just like earlier when you were kept showing me like Pokemon shit over and over and over again. Great. I know you're having fun. I know what Pokemon is. I know how it works. You're not showing me anything new. It's not though. But it 
It's just current. New and current are different. You're not arguing, but you don't understand what I'm saying. Is that new means completely, wholly, original, expanding upon something that is there, or completely on its own, creating something new. A new version of something, an interesting version of something. Not just same treaded bullshit. That's why we don't watch movies with a brown-haired white guy who's down on his luck, who's saved by a brown-haired white girl, who takes him to meet some wise old, normally black guy, probably played by Morgan Freeman, where he realizes, the the brown-haired white guy realizes that he is something extraordinary. Because I'm fucking tired of seeing it. I've seen The Matrix. I've seen the Lego movie. I've seen Bruce Almighty. I don't need it. You know what I mean? Like, Pokemon Go is new. Yes. But its mechanic is not. It is a well-done, like, different version of that. But I don't care to see it. Like, I care to know that you're having fun. To me, it is new. I think you're getting caught up. I don't... I have not experienced the games yet. This is my first time actually playing the game. I remember that I did play it at some point. But this is my first time playing Pokemon. I'm not trying to justify showing Well, then the ask me something shit. about it. Let's talk about what we find cool. Let's talk about the things. I'm so sick of facts. Complete and out of context facts. Why do you think I ask you about your artwork? That's why I ask you, what's your favorite part of this? Or what was... Yes, but you don't do it about your shit. Like, I ask you questions about my shit, but you don't really ask me questions about your shit. Mainly just if I'm satisfied with it or not. You don't engage me. You look for my approval, and that's basically it. I get tired of agreeing. Like I have more to say than yes. That's part of why I get tired of telling you that you can do things that I've told you you can do a million times.
like I don't mind encourage you encouraging things that for you to do specifically like I don't mind encouraging you to ask me for things I don't mind you saying I would like to take a class I need money for that I don't mind you saying I would like to have more friends or can you help me do this or let's try this or would you like to go somewhere I don't mind but I have more to say than yes and you have got to ask, stop asking me yes or no questions or saying statements just for me to agree with them and I'm, I'm so tired of saying that Because you need to be checking what is coming the fuck out of your mouth for whether or not it will have this effect on me. I check what's, what comes out of my mouth to know what effect it will have on you. And if I'm wrong before it comes out, I correct it after it comes out. But that is not something that you correct for. And you need to. You must. You have this, okay, I'm going to say you, but this is really a common thing. People assume that everyone is like them. Their belief system is like them. They believe that their logic is the common logic. This is just a thing that people tend to believe and how they tend to act in American society. And actually, really, any society, because if you look at how other people from other societies behave, they tend to act like their society is the one that understands it and has it right, and everyone should, like, conform to them. Like, this is a worldwide thing. People don't really think that people actually do things another way. And it's perfectly 100% equally valid. Like how Americans call... Soccer, soccer, and the rest of the world calls it football. And then we make fun of people here because they call it soccer and just, instead of just saying, oh, they speak a different language. Yeah. That's like that. Yes. Correct. Yes. That's what I thought. That was the first thing that came to mind was soccer, football. Mm -hmm. It's just a difference. Measuring systems. Yes. It's just a difference. Now, see that little situ that little conversation we had just there. 
I said yes, but I followed it up with something. Because what you were asking me was, is this like this? Um, and I... that is a yes or no question that is worthwhile to answer because this is the first time I've done it. Now, if you keep having me do that, the 25th time, I'm going to be bored. Because you should have understood by then. And if you're not understanding, then you're putting you an impediment. A different question. Yes. Yes, but that was the right thing to do in that situation was, oh, I'm thinking of something that relates to this topic. Hey, is what you're saying kind of like this? Yes. That is the correct thing to do. And now I know what Because it helps you understand. Yeah. And now I know what you're saying. Like, I knew what you were saying because of the question, but mm -hmm. like, I connected. So now I don't have to ask that. Can you get closer to the fucking microphone? You keep, you keep doing this. You were laying on the bed, and then I said something to you, and you got on the floor. Alright, J-Lo. <laughs> Featuring Pitbull. And that one is actually featuring Pitbull. <coughs> also, I said this was too big. It's growing on me. My hand had to learn to fit around it. It's like a little... It's like a bubble... N it, it, not I wouldn't say bubble I was thinking like um, air hockey that's what it feels like a puck it's very it seems to feel natural yes Day one using it, it was weird because I'm used to a flatter mouse. Day seven, it's becoming more technology. You see, it even fits in my hand a little better. Like I, I you're like, holding your hand different. Yeah, I'm not doing like this. I was doing like this at first. It's more sitting back here. It's less wrist, more finger. That'll help your wrist. I'm hurting too, probably. I would imagine. So we're done? You understand what I'm saying? Soccer is football and football. It's bullshit. I understand. A little better than I did before the conversation. Can you speak up? I understand better than... I've been not wanting to talk as loud lately. <coughs> I've noticed that. Maybe you're on the road to shutting up more. It's comforting to speak quiet and not feel self-conscious about Were you soft-spoken as a child and people told you to speak up? Yeah. Like a lot. Like, I got 
I don't mind if you're soft-spoken. Just, like, I have to be able to hear you. Or understand me. And understand you. Otherwise, why the fuck are we having this conversation? If you're not going to say anything of worth, and if you're not going to say anything I can hear... Or if I'm going to talk at this level, I should get closer to the microphone like this. Actually, no. You shouldn't. You should actually just talk up, because that's going to sound like air wisping past the microphone and a high grumble. Essentially, yeah. I know what that sounds like. And you don't have to do much. Just project. Project. Stop tensing up your stomach and breathe. But it's like 1 o'clock in the morning. And we've been talking for an hour 35. So let's go sleep. Oh. <sighs>